Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Each of our episodes, you'll be getting a glimpse of one or more of our guests' top five Clifton strengths. If you're not familiar with what they are, there's 34 different strengths that are ways to describe what is great about you. Over time, you will hear about all these different strengths through our various guests. Today, you're going to get to hear from Carol Dodds, one of my dear friends. Her number one strength is Activator. What this means is that people with Activator are naturally eager. They're fearless at taking the first step. Carol will be telling us about how this shows up in her life. Her number two strength is called connectedness. These people are naturally holistic and have an awareness that everything happens for a reason. They can see connections in everything, in people and ideas, events. Her third strength is called Woo. Winning people over. They're naturally charming. People with woo can talk to anyone, literally, about anything, anywhere, at any time. Number four is belief. These people are naturally grounded. They're driven by their foundational core values. And her last, her fifth strength is called communication. People with communication are naturally engaging. They easily find perfect words and phrases to bring ideas and concepts to life. So Carol's going to share many ways that she's enjoyed, in particular, her activator strength. Listen for how it has shown up for her in her work, in her relationships, and pretty much everywhere she goes. I am so grateful to be the recipient of her eagerness and activating all kinds of things to happen. Enjoy. I'm so excited for you to hear from my dear friend, Carol, today. 25 years ago, when our family packed up our belongings and moved to Costa Rica for language school, we were welcomed by Carol, Stuart, and their family. Our girls are the same ages, so our families became fast friends. I have loved the passion and joy that Carol has in all that she does. She's someone that gets the most out of life in everything she endeavors. I can't wait for you to hear from her today. Well, Carol, I'm so glad that you're here with us today. This is very fun, Barbarita, because we did meet in Costa Rica. Oh, yes, that was my name in language school. I love that you call me Rita still. That's fairly sweet. Well, tell me a little bit about how your version of like how we met and about you, where you are, what you do, and your family. Well, thanks. It's a privilege to be with you today. My clearest memory of meeting Barbara Colwell and her wonderful family, Warren, Lauren, Claire, and Rachel, was that we had a very long and broken sidewalk between us on a very quaint, wonderful street in San Jose, Costa Rica. And our girls had a lot of meltdowns on the sidewalk because they were young <laughs> yeah. back then. And we still laugh about it today. So that is my first memory of meeting the Colwells and of bonding with them in our during our time in Costa Rica. 
Well, great. Well, tell me a little bit about where you live now, what you do, and a little more about your family. Great. Well, we have been in Austin since 1998. My husband and I work regionally for Athletes in Action. We love what we do, and that is a ministry of crew. And my side job, I call it, is an empty nesters ministry for women called Encore which is take the stage. Here's our final act. Let's do it. So uh, that is what I do ministry-wise. We have three grown children who are all gainfully employed, and we've been married 35 years, and I am literally turning 60 in three days, if you can believe it. So this is the big So exciting. Joining Barbara's Club. She's barely ahead of me. Yes. Well, thanks. Well, Carol, I know we've talked so much about strength finders and what yours are, what mine are, what everyone in our families are. And I love that we can process life and people and ourselves through this grid. So I'm excited for people to know a little bit about you and your talents and some of the things that you've learned. Can you tell us what your top five talents are and kind of a little bit about what your strengths journeys look like? I would love to. So my first talent that I think we're going to camp on today is activator My next four are connectedness, woo, belief, and communication. And I have loved learning from you, Barbara, just about how to integrate my strengths and even evaluating the different ministry callings that I have and how they can most effectively work together. And that has been a really neat journey for me and very motivating to think that I am working out of my strengths. Well, that's great. Well, when you first learned about your um, your talents, we, we call them talents because they're, they're really a talent until you put time and effort and energy into them or in use, and then they become a strength. So I kind of sometimes use both those words. But um, when you first discovered what your top five were, what, what was your reaction? Did you think, oh, this, these are great or... You weren't sure about him. What what was your response to that? Honestly, my thought were, was that these really describe and capture who I am, like how God made me. Mm-hmm. And it was validating to think of what I was doing with those talents in terms of this empty nest ministry, or even some of the things I'm doing leading women through Athletes in Action. And it all kind of came together for me when I understood them. That's great. Well, like you said, we're going to camp out a little bit more and help our listeners to understand about your number one talent, which is Activator. And um, as you look at the core clarity key, which kind of uses the Gallup strengths and has developed them into different quadrants, there's a quadrant called the Energizing Quadrant. And those are talents that are used to um, that are used for a person that they're motivated to get things done. And so activator is is your top one. It's like someone that's naturally eager. They often say, let's get going or let's put it on the list. And they're fearless to get started. And they they don't like lollygag around They're They take action very quickly. They're very much as self-starter. They're internally energized by opportunities to do something, anything. So they're never sitting still. Sometimes the person with activator might need to slow down and just take in a little more information, but generally 
Yeah. So when you hear just that description um, about activator, how would you say that kind of resonates with you or what does your activator look like in your life? Well, when you told me you wanted to talk about activator, I had to laugh because I'm like, yes, let's get this party going. Let's talk about it right now. <laughs> uh-huh. After all, I'm an activator. So yes. So I, I will use the Encore Women's Ministry, I think, as an example. And when that dream started for me, I had to think, how can I gather women at this empty nester stage of life. So I started with the smaller group of women that I knew. And then we went out to the next tier of people that they knew. We got a, we started to form a group that would meet here in Austin. We got a date, we got speakers and we rolled our purpose out and boom, it happened. So that to me is kind of a, an example of activating something that God had put on my heart. I love that. That's Thank totally, you. totally true. Well, um, I think of you when we first met and we were in Costa Rica and you, as a person like with young children, I was like, oh, what's it going to be like living in another country? Who will be my friends? And I love the reminder of how you were an activator. And especially when it was time for my birthday, I mean, I barely knew you and you already had my birthday party planned. And with all of my new friends in Costa Rica, but um, that was just a blessing that I experienced. One of many, one of that was one of the first ones for sure. But um, I love that memory of you and your activator. Well, do you think, like, as you look back on your life, do you see glimpses of activator, like when you were young, or I, I was a tomboy growing up and I loved sports. And so I can still remember playing girls softball and kind of gathering everybody together with our strategy and let's each take our play, you know, our places on our bases. And this is what we're going to do and, you know, running out together as a team. And so, yes, my whole life has been about activation. Actually, I had a father who was very much an activator. So I'm sure more is caught than taught in that way. And I did see him living that out in most of what he did, but I was, and I was the firstborn child. So I followed right in suit with that. So yes, I do remember feeling that way as a child. Hmm. That's great. Well, um, as you've maybe taken action or put effort into your um, strength or talent of activator, have you seen that become more evident or seen more fruit in just the area of activator? Are there anything in particular that you've done to actually develop your activator? I have tried to take, it's a good question, every opportunity I can to activate. I think when something is a talent of yours and something that's growing towards a strength, It is developed over time. And so it seems almost easy, as I would say, easy to trust God with because it's just what I do. And so it doesn't feel strenuous. But I think taking opportunities that maybe other people with different talents than I have wouldn't as readily take. But for me as an activator, I know that, for example, uh, a lady came into our empty nest ministry and her son was looking for a job in the area. And uh, my husband has a board through athletes in action of some wonderful Christian businessmen. And so 
I was able to brainstorm some opportunities. And eventually this young man, the son of my, the friend in the empty nest ministry ended up getting a job with this, with this man, because that, and that's a bit of a connecting, a connectedness too, which you have Barbara, but I think it also was an activation of kind of the networking of people in my life. I love that. Just seeing how those things all come together. Yes. Um, Very encouraging. I know like one of the things that seems obvious, but when someone is working or living out of their strengths, it's something that comes easily, kind of like you mentioned, and it's like a no brainer. And I love like what you said of really just taking action and knowing like, okay, maybe somebody else isn't going to sign up for this, but but that's what I do. So I'll do that or whatever. But um, have you experienced joy in just those opportunities of when you've gotten to use your activator? I really have. And I think one of the key areas I activate in, which Barbarita, you like this area as well, is the social area, is making uh-huh. connections with people and having intentional times with people and my husband and I, every new year, look at the people in our lives and the couples in our lives. And then I'm the activator who tries to make things happen with people that we want to get to know or spend time with. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, and like the, um, the next question I have is just even seeing like when we're using our talents, we're energized and we enjoy those, but also it does bless other people and other people benefit from that. Can you think of a story? I mean, I'm sure there are countless of countless stories of things that you've kind of made happen or that have blessed someone else This, as you've seen the benefit for someone else. Do you have a story you'd love to tell us about that? Well, I just had come to mind a young woman who went to Baylor And she ended up coming to one of our conferences randomly. I mean, she was connected, kind of connected through a mutual friend who had been connected with Athletes in Action. And she showed up there by herself. And she had been in the Greek system at Baylor. She had a lot of social skills, a lot to offer. And during the conference, I was able to really you know, challenge her to think about investing her life in ministry. And today, as of the last two months, she was placed on the national team of AIA and kind of started, you know, as a new staff member, but just to see her, she's married. And now she has that kind of influence that she can really influence our whole national ministry for AIA. That's one person that comes to mind. Her name is Karen. So that brings a lot of joy. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that story. Thanks. Well, have you ever experienced a time maybe when your activator collided with a talent someone <laughs> yes. else might have or um, at work or a relationship? Can you tell us about that? Well, I mean, what I thought of naturally is my husband has discipline and focus, which you will hear about as you listen to these podcasts. So activator doesn't always take into account people who might be a little more <laughs> thorough, a little yeah. more slow about things, a little mm-hmm. more. So in the area of social that I already talked about, I've plowed ahead at times socially 
and I've had to do as what we call damage control since I really hadn't cleared everything with my husband. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. And so that would definitely be an example. And then even a woman I work with on the regional team here in Austin named Annette, she is a very wise, discerning person. And she told me that she felt I move too fast sometimes. And it, and it, it does, it's like I'm doing a somersault salt down a hill and my legs are going faster than my body. And so <laughs> I think when that happens to people who are more steady and methodical, it's very exhausting and stressful almost. So I was really thankful that she in a very gracious way told me that. Yeah, I love that. Well, I know I didn't really kind of put it together in these terms in our relationship um, recently. I mean, over the years, you know, we've gotten together all different kinds of times, but just your activator and my adaptability can kind of collide. And so I know you like been patient when you try to make plans and I'm like, well, I don't know yet, or maybe something else. Not like I didn't want to do something with you, but just, I can see that. Um, yeah, we're just, we come at things differently because I keep all the options open till the last minute and you like to get it on the calendar very quickly. Yeah. So that's, that's I, I think we've managed that pretty well. Don't you? I think we've done pretty well with it. I think we we both feel the rub, but I think we we mostly get through it because we really love each other and give each other grace and communicate about things. And if we've made mistakes in areas, or I speak for myself, when I've made mistakes in areas with you, I think we've been able to talk it out. And you've always been very forgiving and moved on when really they are just two different talents or strengths kind of colliding or weaknesses, whatever you want to call them. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. With yeah. I mean, at, at first it was a little more challenging, but we, we have come a long way. As you would so. say, it was tricky. That's, <laughs> tricky. That's my favorite word. Yes. Well, um, I think about when someone is able to use all of their top five talents to their fullest potential, that they're like their best self. And I know when, when we look at people sometimes and we see like, wow, they are in their element. Look at, look at them. And um, I think it can be like a shining moment or like what they were made for. And I think probably we all really long for those moments or even a life in a job or things where we have a lot more of those moments when we're really being our best self in our job or our relationships can you tell me about a time when maybe you've experienced that when you're like, wow, I'm on all cylinders in these, these top five strengths. And I know, I know your life isn't just these top five strengths, but that's kind of what we're unpacking right now. But can you tell me yeah, about it's that? a lot more fun? You're talking about the top five than the bottom five, you know, weakness mm -hmm. whatever. but you know, the thing that comes to mind and it's interesting, Barbara, because your daughter, Rachel is like this too, but one of my favorite roles is emceeing. Mm -hmm. And I think when I emcee, I, I activate, I connect the group. I am able to live out my belief and what I, what I'm passionate about. Um, I'm able to be funny, uh, you know, tell a joke or be winsome, the woo part. And then I'm able to communicate all in one role. So I think the emceeing role and the various times I've done it through the years has always brought a lot of vitality to me and a lot of just 
excitement. I, I love it. it. It's just something I really, really enjoy. Yeah. I love that. Well, and I think um, kind of along with that, it's like when we put more effort and energy and development into what those top five talents are, a person really soars and they, it's like, even it's just exponentiates. It just gets better because you already have talent in that. And I really saw that when we took Toastmasters together because you were doing that, trying to become a better speaker with your communication talent. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Cause I sometimes get up front, even though I don't love it, but I really saw just the evidence of that because I think the more that you put effort into that talent and even other ones that it just makes someone that already has that inkling better and better. And so that's fun to see Thanks. you. And I have enjoyed watching you MC because you do, you just are just at ease and it just, you make it look easy. Well, so. that's not true of everything, but I thank you. I, I appreciate that. Well, and I think it's just a reminder. It's like, yeah, how, I mean, you can't MC something every day of your life, but as you're attentive to hear like when those opportunities are, maybe it's, in something similar, but a different occasion or whatever. So anyway, I hope that even just that idea will help our listeners to think about their lives and their talents and like, yeah, how can I really do more of that? Well, um, when um, sometimes I think a lot of us have maybe taken time to write out our personal mission statement. I know it can be a daunting idea, but um, I'm not, sure if you have or haven't done that. But when you think about that, when you think about your top five talents or strengths helping you as you really are on mission, how has that helped you as you are trying to, to really move forward in what, what you're called to, what your personal mission statement is? Well, I think it really does go hand in glove because my personal mission statement was formed many, many years ago uh, based on some words of the Apostle Paul in the New Testament out of Colossians 1, 28 and 29. And basically the essence of that is Paul says that we proclaim him admonishing every man and teaching every man that we may present each man complete in Christ. And I feel like my my top five talents of that we've already talked about, like activating, you know, and then as well as um, communication and belief and woo and connectedness all come together in, in my heart that God led me to many years ago, which is to influence people and for the gospel. And so I do think that there's a direct correlation there. Mm, that's great. I love that. Well, um, Carol, what would you like to tell our listeners who may have this talent of activator or they might know or love or work with someone with this talent that would help them to understand it and appreciate it more? Great question. Well, I, of course, I'm an activator, so I would say go for it with the talent. But I would also say there is a word that has been really meaningful to me probably in the last decade of my life. And that is the word meekness, which back in the Greek means strength under control. And I would say as an activator, go for it, but do ask God to allow your strength to be under control. 
so that it doesn't, you, in other words, pull your reins back when you have to. And that really probably is every day of your life in little and big ways. When you're an activator, it's waiting and being still and activating, but not at the expense of running over people or overtaking a situation uh, that causes them to feel diminished. So that would be my kind of free advice there. Yeah, that's really wise. That's really insightful. Well, one last question I have for you. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Playing pickleball. Pickleball? I, I Tell me about that. Pickleball. One thing I've learned is I grew up as an, an athletic little activator girl, tomboy, and I've kind of gotten away from some of those just simple joys of getting out there. So I have started playing with some ladies uh, at a club here in the area, and it has been super fun because I've connected with new ladies. I've just had a a wonderful time. So that's put a smile on my face. And then I think um, just coaching some of these women through Athletes in Action and seeing them take the next steps in their lives, spiritually and personally, as well as the ladies in this empty nest ministry who are really wanting to understand what God has made them for, the purpose and the unique way that he's made them, which is what you're teaching people through all of this, Barbara. So I'm doing the same thing in a different way. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Carol. It's such a treat to to hear a little more insights about you and your activator. And I know that this is going to encourage a lot of our listeners out there that that might wonder about their top five talents, or maybe they already know about it and they want to, to really take more action with their activator. So thank you for um, giving us a glimpse in your life and sharing what you know about your, thank, you and your thank talents. You. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. Thanks for your passion for what you're doing and helping all of us just be more who we were created to be. So thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye. Bye, Barbarita. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.